Welcome to the Cat Builder Talk Radio Show with your host, small business expert, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Join us every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Hey, this is Mark Parry, and welcome to another episode of Cap Builder Talk. Tonight's going to be a replay show of a great interview I had with Felicia Phillips back about a year ago. So listen to everything this young lady is trying to do to help change lives. I'll be back with you with a live show next week. So I look forward to our next encounter. Hey, this is Mark Parham. And before I bring in my guest, I want to read a few quotes by Dr. Martin Luther King that I just think are going to be so appropriate for this evening. Um, First one is, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you got to keep moving forward. Number two is there comes a time when one must take a position that is neither safe nor political nor popular, but he must take it because conscience tells him it's the right thing to do. Two more. The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. And that's what we're dealing with right now, challenge and controversy. And the last one for this evening Those who are not looking for happiness are most likely to find it because those who are searching forget that the surest way to be happy is to seek happiness for others. So with that said, we're going to get this conversation started. I'm going to bring on Ms. Felicia Phillips. First, I'm going to do a little talk about who she is. She's been a master business coach for more than 20 years. She has been a catalyst for developing businesses and platforms that empower and educate female entrepreneurs. Her desire to create economic opportunities has allowed her to produce conferences at Phillips Arena and other mega venues. You notice I said mega venues. That's not no regular venue. That's not my <laughs> mega venues that attract hundreds of women from around the world. Legion's been featured in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, Rolling Out Magazine, CBS Better Morning, and many other media outlets. As the founder of Global Initiatives centered around economic empowerment and technology for women, Felicia has dedicated her work to creating leaders. Ms. Felicia, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Thank you, Mark. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I like that uh, mega venue thing. Not no That's regular right. venue. You do a mega <laughs> venue. <laughs> I like there that. is a difference, right? There is, there is a difference. There is a difference. So, Get it started, Felicia. Why don't you? I know I read your bio and everything, but I want you to do your little piece on, um, on um, who you are and what you represent. When you know your thirty-minute elevator pitch. And, uh, like thirty minutes? How about this? How about not I'm thirty minutes? Thirty girl. seconds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You, can, you can start there. You can start there. Listen. You know what, Mark? Here's what I've learned. It's really simple. 
I have a passion for female entrepreneurs and making sure that they master their mind, their heart, and their soul so that they can find their unique voice, monetize that to create the wealth and the lifestyle that they just so richly deserve. That's what it boils down to. That is what I do. I do it every day. I love what I do. I love the clients that I work with, and we work. Uh, I always like to say I am a impact, a money coach. I help you find the money. Uh, but I have to start with the mind, with the heart, with the soul, and teach you how to master that first because once we do that, everything else just kind of falls in place. Yes, it does. And that mindset is so important. And I think, you know, all this month I've been talking about getting out of your own way. And one of the problems that we have is our mind blocks us. So, um, oh, absolutely. When you're working, so when you're working with people, what are you know some of the issues that when they first come to you that you're dealing with? Um, you know, there has to be some like your top three. What are the things that you're dealing with, particularly with women? So um, with women, there are issues because there are different dynamics uh, with women. Mm-hmm. So the issues are perfectionism, absolutely, uh, wanting everything to be perfect. Uh, the other thing is fear, and the other is doubt. Um, Those are the top three things that we deal with. And it's very interesting because no woman will say, uh, I struggle with confidence. But what ends up happening, once we begin to break down the barriers and peel back the layers, the root issues begin linked to fear and doubt. Now, do you do you think that's because of the way women have been raised in our society to, you know, not be, you know, very, you know, out there, and you know, maybe they haven't been taught? Well, to... let me say this: um, I think there is a 20th century mentality, mentality, and then there's a 21st century mentality. And let me tell you what I mean by that. So, um, I am a 20th century baby, right? So, I was raised mm-hmm. daddy's girl. Um, you know, but I was also raised in, around entrepreneurs. I tell a story where I say, you know, entrepreneurship is in my DNA because I never saw anybody working a nine to five. Okay. So I was, even though, yes, you know, I was catered to as being a girl, um, there were some very real things that I got to see from an entrepreneurship standpoint. You know, I saw the struggles, the highs and the lows. Um, I saw the planning that went into the business because it was not just my father who was an entrepreneur, but all of his brothers were entrepreneurs. And so I got to see them talking and and working through and, you know, consulting one another. And what I didn't realize, I was being privy to a mastermind group, right, was what we call it now. But they (laughs) were just kind of, you know, they were just kind of, you know, depending on one another because there was a trust there. Um, I think the difference in the 21st century, we've kind of flipped the script in that we want to be heard, we want to be felt. Um, it's okay to show uh, your vulnerability. Um, and, and we know very uh, quite a few people who have monetized that vulnerability. Um, so it's a different model, right? So it's okay to be aggressive, to go after what you want, to live your dreams, to walk in your purpose. I mean, how many times have you heard walk in your passion and your purpose? Uh, but here's the mm-hmm. thing, though. Your passion and purpose may not always – you may not always be able to monetize that, right? Uh, 
And so, you know, you say on your show, real talk. Real talk is you've got to not just walk in your passion and purpose, but you've got to find out how to monetize what it is that you love. Because right. guess what? Passion and purpose is not going to pay Georgia Powell. Right. You know, that is such an important statement because I work with so many people that have passion for things. Then I ask them the question, well, how are you going to make money with it? And they kind of look at me like, uh, they haven't figured that out yet. And I guess that's mm-hmm. the role that we do play to try to help people figure out Absolutely. how to. And sometimes we have to tell people that, you know what, this may not be something you can monetize right away. But let me ask you a question. Exactly. Let me get back to your family. Let me get back to your family. Now, you say your, your your dad, your brothers and stuff had businesses. So what about the women in your family? Did they support them in the business? Were they involved in the businesses? or how, how So my I'll, I'll just use my mother as a, as an example. My mm-hmm. my mom and my aunts, because these were my dad's brothers, uh, they were they supported uh, their men. Uh, my mom supported my mm-hmm. husband, and I mean supported her husband, my father, and in her and his business. Um, so they were there. They were supportive. Um, my mother didn't work. Uh, she was a housewife. She took care of us. She doted on us. You know that type of thing. Uh, but she was mm-hmm. also very. Uh, very stern with us. She was really preparing us for the world. Um, so they were supportive, to answer your question. Okay. And the reason why I asked that question is because you're talking about this 21st century woman who's getting out there <laughs> and starting her thing. How, how about the men in their lives? Do you find that their husbands or significant others are supportive? or How, how, how is that? So I will give you some real around? talk. How does that work? A lot of times mm-hmm. they are not supportive. Uh, they're not supportive. And what that boils down to is communication. So here, here's the, the, the real talk of that whole situation. Um, a man is still a man and a woman is still a woman. And if that is, and I'm going to use this in a husband-wife situation because I have a lot of those mm-hmm. situations um, in mm-hmm. my, with my clients, and the lines of communication have to be open because there's a certain expectation that is to be met within the household. Now, if we're not, if we don't, and I say this a lot of times even when I speak and on my periscope, you've got, as a woman, you have to let your family know what it is you want. And I say it that way because If they don't know that you have dreams and aspirations, that there are things that you want to do, whether it's building a business, uh, whatever you feel that you want to do, if it's from a philanthropy standpoint, whatever it is, you have to communicate them. And and I'll use myself as an example. Um, I was – I've had – I called a meeting with my family, my daughter, my son, and my husband, and I was very clear. This is what I want to do. Here's how I'm going to do it. Now, let me tell you what that means. That means I may not always be available when you want me to be available, but that doesn't mean wow. I'm not here. Doesn't wow. mean I'm not here. Doesn't mean I don't love you. Doesn't mean that I'm neglecting you because guess what? I'm still nurturing. I'm still doing the things. I still cook for my family. I do a lot of things. But I also lead a global initiative at the same time. And I, I have a, I hear that from my family. I make them a part of it. They don't always like it, but they understand it. So for the people that don't communicate it well, what happens? Well, there becomes a breakdown. So that's when you get the, okay. uh, an unhappy partner or an unhappy spouse. 
Um, and I've even met with both partners together because my work depends on the the mindset of right. the person that I'm working with, right? And so right. if there are issues, guess what? I want to I want to meet those issues head on as as their coach. I want to I want to get I want to say, hey, let let's you need to bring your spouse or your partner in so that we can right. have a clear understanding. Let's do that uh, because yeah. I I think when you hide things. Um, or when you begin to make decisions for the other person and you don't give them a chance, I think that that just brings more problems into the situation. Yeah, I, I do the same thing when I'm coaching someone. I ask, uh, you know, if they have a spouse or a significant other, then I ask them how supportive are they, and they may say not really. That's why I think writing the business plan is so important because it seems like after they spend time writing that plan, it becomes serious. Mm-hmm. And I it does. also, too, invite, I invite both people to come to a coaching session will bring your significant other to your next coaching session so they can see how yes. serious this is. Okay. Yeah. I think you're right. Yes. I think it does. It, you know, I tell you what, it either, you know, like sometimes people are married, but sometimes they just might be dating or something. But it lets you know yeah. if somebody's with you or not. Okay. <laughs> because if you see that you're working it on does. this and you put the plan out, you invite them, they still behind you. You got some decisions you need to make. Because if you're, you know, really planning on making this your purpose life or walking in your purpose, and this person decides they don't want to walk with you, um, you have some decisions to make, and I, and I just think it's so important. Now, what about, you know, you're talking about your immediate family. How much impact does, um, you know, we're talking about, you know, wife, husband, kids. But what about that next circle, yeah, mother, father, brother, cousins? Yeah. How, how, do, how do a lot of people deal with that? Uh, so everybody's not involved, nor does everybody care. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep it real, right? Um, I, okay. am fortunate, right. I, I am fortunate that uh, my brother is also an entrepreneur, um, and my sister, um, who, although she has a job, she, she uh, has a nine-to-five, she's very supportive. Now, I will tell you that that has evolved in recent years, right? Um, and she mm-hmm. said, hey, I want to help you. I want to help you grow what you're doing. And so she's coming on board to be my director of operations. Now, wow. that did not happen all at once, you see. And, and you can't be mad about that. And this is what you have to understand. The vision was given to you. It wasn't given to your family, mm-hmm. no matter whether right. it's your immediate family or just, you know, down the line. So success doesn't depend on them, it depends on you. So when I was right. building, when I was growing, I wasn't concerned. See, when you be, when you be allow the concern of others to impact your business, you got a problem. You're going to be challenged because you're always going to be worried about what other people think, what other people feel, and you're not going to be able to properly make decisions. I need to be able to think clearly, to focus, and make decisions that are going to impact my business in a positive way. And when I become concerned about what other people think instead of what my clients think, what the people who spend money with me think, then there's an issue there. Right. So we move right in. You were talking about making decisions. My topic tonight is making choices. You kind of explained kind of some of the rules of that, but let's let's dig into that a little deeper. You know, one of the biggest things that, I found that people don't know how to do is make choices for themselves, okay? Yes. They've committed to everything else in the world, their families, their church, their job. They've never made a commitment to themselves 
and learn how to make choices for themselves. Let's discuss that. So here's the thing. Um, People innately, and sometimes they don't even realize it, we're always the best advisor to our friends and anybody else, right? You can always tell everybody else. Right. (laughs) But when it comes down to yourself, you become very unclear about the decisions that you need to make. And actually that's a form of fear because you don't want to make the decision. So what I what I do, um, I have a one-cheater that I walk through with my clients that help them make that decision. Sometimes you've got to get that sheet of paper out and just write down, right. what am I thinking? Right. What are the pros? What are the cons? You know, who do I want to service? What am I, what's the impact I'm trying to leave on this world? What change am I trying to make? If you don't know the answer, sometimes you have to work through it, and then sometimes you need somebody to help you work through it, mm-hmm. which is what you do, which is what yeah. I do. I help you. We help right. you work through it. So when it comes to making that decision, there are steps. There is a process with that. You know, everybody doesn't have the ability to just say, okay, this is what I'm going to do and here's how I'm going to do it. They have to work through it, and there's nothing wrong with that, nothing wrong with that. See, the only the only reason a dream is not realized is basically because of the fear of failure, right? The alchemist right. talks about that. Right. And right. so right. We, we want to make, as coaches, we want to help them make the decision process a heck of a lot easier. We want to empower them with the tools so that they learn how to make decisions outside of themselves, you know. Absolutely. And I think that's yes. what's important. Like that one sheeter that you're talking about is trying to get them to, like a, a thing I used to do for myself was when I was trying to learn how to make more decisions for me, which I really never had a real problem with. I've always been pretty good. People would tell you about making decisions for me. But one of the things that overcome fear Sometimes I would always toss out the first response because I knew that was the fear mm-hmm. was coming. Now, if yeah. I got it two times in a row, then I might listen to it. But I'd go for the second one and not necessarily the first one because that first one was the one that was always, oh, I don't know, Mark, you know. So I think that equipping people with the tools is really what's so important about what you're doing, you know, and, you know, that moves us right into the conversation about your your practice, your 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 you got this international network and things like this. So let's let's talk about that. What what are you what are you trying to do? What are you trying to get accomplished with your your business and the the work that mm-hmm. you're doing? So so what I am doing is building collaborative relationships. What I understand is that I cannot do any of this alone, uh, and it was not meant for me to do alone. And so what I am doing is reaching out uh, to people who I see embody the same practices, the same mindset, have the same goals, and partnering uh, so that we can not only reach across the U.S., but reach across the waters to our brothers and sisters across the waters to empower them. So one of the things that I've done is in January I will be launching uh, the Pinkpreneur Academy where we we will have a library for our entrepreneurs of over 400 videos. And, And, Mark, I am so excited about this because these videos span the gamut, everything from uh, operations to human resources and marketing, uh, sales and professional development, personal development. I mean, it goes into financials as far as cash flow, 
uh, profits. Uh, I mean, you just name it. Over 400 training videos from different experts. Um, and I'm excited about that because here's, here's the real thing. Sometimes, you know, people can't afford to have that one-on-one with a coach, but they can mm-hmm. be a member of an organization that can provide them the products and services they need that they can use right in the comfort of their home. And I am really excited. This is this is really what being a global platform is all about. And so I'm going to be bringing that to my network and sharing that with them so that they can be their best in 2016. You know, I launched the Go Big 2016 campaign uh, in October, and I am committed to that. I'm committed. Uh, we, we talked about, you mentioned in when you were introducing me, the Pink Tech Institute. I'm committed to, to really just showing women how to grow within technology, how to leverage technology for their business and for profits. So there's a lot going on, but the beautiful thing is that I am not alone and I am not doing it by myself. It's people like you, having partners like you, working with uh, people like yourself that's helping me and allowing me to make the difference. Yeah, because I bought my whole video set up. I got I got lights, I got backdrops, I got everything. So I'm going to be one of the right. 400 videos in there. Dude. All right. So, you know, it's also so exciting because, because what you're talking about is a word that, in our community, is not being used enough. It's collaboration, okay? Yes. Um, so many of us are going about it on our own and by ourselves, and we can sit here and have big debates about Willie Lynch and all this kind of stuff, but it's got to change, okay? Mm-hmm. It has to change if we're going to survive as a people, as, you know, not just man, woman, child, just everyone working together. Um, has to do what you're talking about doing. And I really like the fact that you're taking it global. Uh, that's just – so what kind of reception are you getting internationally with your ideas? So right now I am talking um, with Canada, and I'm also talking with my friends in London and in South Africa. And they're excited about it because here's what we – you know, I learned this a, a long time ago. Over 70% of our businesses are service-based businesses. Well, it's less than 40% abroad that are service-based businesses. So what does that mean? That means they need those services overseas, right? And, you know, mm-hmm. when we, you know, you and I talked about this. When people launch a website, they tend to only market in the geographical area that they're in. Well, guess what? That's why that www is at the front of your website because you're open. you're opening yourself up to the world. And so it's really a mindset as far as taking advantage to the opportunities that are right in front of you. Um, I always talk about when I first started my business, guess what? There, there was no Internet and no social media and none of that stuff. <laughs> I want to take full advantage, you know what I'm saying, full advantage of what we have. Um, and it's not as hard as it may seem, but goes back to what we talked about, fear and doubt prevent people from being uh, and achieving all that they can in their lives. Guess what? When they throw dirt on me, I'll have a smile on my face because I will know that I've done everything that I can to help my fellow brothers and sisters get to the next level. Now, speaking of your fellow brothers and sisters, I have Ms. Roach out here. I'm going to bring her into the call, okay? Okay, great. All right. Ms. Roach, how are you doing this (laughs) evening? I am doing great. How are you? All right. Ms. Roach is a client of Miss Felicia here, and uh, I wanted to bring her in to see if everything Miss Phyllis is saying 
is working for you. See, I love it. Live and unfiltered commentary. Okay. So, uh, Felicia, why, Felicia, why don't you introduce her and tell tell us how you've been working with her, and then uh, uh, Sandra, I'll let you talk after she gets. Oh started. man, this is great, Sandra! I'm so excited that you're on the line. <laughs> Uh, Sandra, oh my goodness, she is a dream accelerator and millennial mentor and coach. Sandra's doing some amazing things. You know, it, it is a special gift that she has. Uh, she also has a tutoring service. She's in the Cleveland, Ohio area. Uh, she has created a program called Changing a Generation where she has created her own process, her own steps, uh, one being uh, the Coach Roach hierarchy uh, that she's done as far as really helping millennials find their place, not just in life, but in their career and in their decision-making, even going from, uh, she has them as young as middle school, going through college and then going into their career life. And so I'm just really proud of Sandra. She started out with me in June of this year, and we just jumped right in. We developed her programs, and now Sandra has actually tripled her income based on the work that we've done, and I'll just let her tell you more about it. (laughs) <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Felicia was definitely um, what I needed when I needed it, and she is absolutely amazing. Um, she definitely, I, earlier this year, I decided I wanted to go to the next level. So when I met her and her spirit and her energy and just her passion for empowering women um, and taking them to the next level, that's exactly what drew me to her. And uh, she's the perfect coach for me, and together, yeah, she she cracks the whip. But we worked, <laughs> and we worked, and we worked, and I told her when I met her, I was like, I take directions well. <laughs> and that's exactly what she did. Um, she showed me what to do, and that's one thing I love about Felicia. She doesn't do it for you. She shows you how to do it so you can have those skills, you can have the tools, and you can go to the next level. And um, it's been a blessing. So I am definitely reaping the hard work we uh, we, we did, and I'm just so excited uh, about the next level and even uh, just being connected and, and with her. So it's an amazing so Sam, journey, and I'm, I'm in it. So, Sandra, tell me this. When you went to Felicia, what were what were the things that were blocking you from getting to the next level on your own? What were some of the issues you were having initially uh, when you first when you um, first connected? Uh, when I first connected, I feel like it was I did not I didn't know my tribe, I didn't know my the branding. I just needed help with all that. I knew I had a message. I knew I wanted to empower um, individuals, but I was trying to help too many people. She, so she helped me uh, figure out who my tribe were. Like, even though I wanted to help everybody, you can't help everybody. So she oh, helped me uh, gain um, clarity on that. It's Generation Y, the millennials, because I work with them every day, and I am so passionate about them, and it just worked well. It, everything just came into place, and you know, with the branding and the audience and. Um, it just worked well. So that's what that's what was blocking me. I didn't know who I was. I wanted to help too many people. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem that a lot of people are. Let's talk about these millennials for just a few seconds. You know, there's so much discussion about they think different, they are different, we can't communicate with them. 
you know, what's going to happen to the world? Uh, I just <laughs> gonna want to get your brief since you brought them up. I just want to kind of get your your brief opinion today. Uh, myself and another host, Paula G, got a chance to speak to uh, people 16 to 24 years old. And it was a different mindset, but what has been your experience working directly with them? I'm working directly with them. Um, they, they're tech savvy. They're, you know, they were born in a generation where, you know, they can multitask. And there are pros and cons with them, but they really just want to be heard. Um, if you okay. listen, if you um, and they want to be heard, but guess what? They they'll take feedback only if they like you. Because <laughs> in their okay. mind, yeah, um, you can they can Google just about anything. They can look stuff up and do um, find answers, but it's not until you you listen to them and really hear their hearts, and you can read between the uh, lines, and they feel like they can trust. Um, where the, the the wise counsel is coming from, then they'll let you in, and and they they do want help, but it depends on uh, who it's coming from. And with working with from um, you know middle school to high school to college and even going into their adult stage, I've been exposed to all those different levels and stages. And because I work with them every single day on a one-on-one basis, I tend to know how to talk to them and see what they're truly, um, and just gain their trust um, overall. Right. So your branding, that's why your branding was so important, because if they thought you were talking to somebody else, they want you just talking to them, you know. So exactly. you were trying to talk to them, right. They were like, oh, no, you ain't trying to talk to them. You're trying to talk to everybody, okay. So I think that's why, you know, Felicia, when you started working with people in branding, so how did you kind of help her figure out what her real sweet spot was? So uh, in our initial conversations, I could tell there was a struggle. Would you not agree, Sandra? When we were going through and I was kind of questioning her and we started talking about uh, just what her clients were coming to her about and their fee structure and, you know, uh, what they were asking her for, I I did not hear the joy in her voice like you hear now. Okay. And I just right. asked her one day. I just stopped her. It was in the middle of our session, and I said, Sandra, who do you want to work with? Who do you want to work with more than If I took all of this away from you, who do you want to work with more than anything? She said, the kids, I love working with them. I love millennials. I love working my heart. And, I mean, she just went mm-hmm. on and on and on. <laughs> and it was so beautiful, Mark, because, once that opened up, once the clarity, you know, it's like walking into a bright light. Can I tell mm-hmm. you the work became so easy? Yes. The work became so developing her programs, her branding, everything just began to flow. So based on what you're saying, once you figured out your purpose, making the right choices became a lot easier because you knew what it was you were trying to get accomplished. Is that a fair statement? Yes. Yeah. I agree. I, I knew mm-hmm. the purpose. I agree because the purpose was to help, but it was just who was I helping and who was I really connected to, and she allowed me mm-hmm. to see that because I, I worked with them every day, and it was such a passion. I it just, like she said, I carried on with. I love that generation, <laughs> and so and then I was like, oh, when it's what's funny is 
you know what you want. It wasn't until she said it, and I realized, yes, that's what it is. How come I didn't figure that's it out? It you need people like uh, you need people like Felicia to be like, okay, this is what it is. And you're like, yeah, I knew it all along, but it took her to take it, get it out of me. You know, uh, and I want to ask you one more question about the millennials because they are millennials. Do you have much contact with their parents? Do you have to coach them on how to deal with their children, or how does that work? Um, it depends on the uh, stages. So let's say we have the earlier millennials, 15 to about 21. A lot of them are still school age, and they're being mm-hmm. – um, their parents are supporting them. So if a parent mm-hmm. feels like they need help with their millennials or even after they graduate from high school or even college – most of the times, parents moving back in with them. <laughs> so you definitely need <laughs> mentor. Yeah, to transition them into adulthood. So sometimes the parents would uh, uh, fund the bill, be like, yes, I, I feel like my child needs coaching. Um, and then you have other millennials that have graduated, um, got their first job, and now they're starting families. And now you're trying to wow. think about the multiple roles. Okay, I'm a parent now, but I'm also, am I going to stay at home? Do I put my career in a back burner to start a family? So little stuff like that is just letting them juggle the different roles and hat. I don't feel like you you have to put one hat down to focus on the other. I feel like we all have these hats on top of our head. You just take one and put one off to the side. The other one, you know, it's you know, 45-degree angle over here. I just show them how to balance the personal and professional goals. You can do it. Now, speaking of, you know, personal and professional, have you been equipped now after working with Felicia for the you know past few months? <clears throat> Are you equipped now with the tools to really guide yourself or, you know, uh, like I've been working out with my personal trainer for a couple of years, you know, because, you know, sometimes I just need a little kick in the pants. So do you stay in contact <laughs> with a coach or Felicia? How does that work with your with your clients? Do they stay in contact with you after or after so certain I'm amount of time? So I'm going to tell you what Sandra told me. All right. Sandra told me I was not going anywhere. (laughs) I was like, no, I'm keeping you. (laughs) No, she has been, oh my, it's been amazing. I'm like, what? When is this? Oh, no, no, no. We've got work to do, and I am pumped. I'm excited. Yes, she has equipped me, and I was always a confident person. But, you know, however, working with Felicia is just, I have a pep in my step now. And, right. and I'm like, yeah, you, well, you, you sound I'm like it. That. You, you yes. sound like it. You sound like it. Let's do this. I mean, uh, Sandra, let's, uh, I want to give you some time to tell people how can they contact you about what you do if they're interested in, you know, tutoring and the type of work you do. How, how can people contact you? Yes, they can contact me for the life coaching at www.sandraroach.com. And on uh, social media, I'm on uh, Twitter, Instagram, at I am Sandra Roach. And for my tutoring company, um, it's www.tutoring tree. Dot com. All right, tutoring tree dot com. 
Well, Miss Sandra, I appreciate you taking the time uh, to come on the show tonight and uh, tell us. Uh, I mean, cause you sound like you sound like you so happy right now. I I just know you know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like wow. Okay, you know, I, 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 I want to get some of that. All right, so, <laughs> but yeah, but. Uh, you should bottle and sell that, by the way. But I think you are when you sell it to the kids, so that's all right. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time to come out tonight and uh, tell us the effect of coaching and having the right coaching, what it can really do mm-hmm. to change your life. You know, it's so, a, uh, uh, my pleasure. <laughs> all right. So I uh, look forward to talking to you again in the future. Uh, maybe we can have you back on to uh, – and. Um, talk more about what you do because this millennial conversation needs to be heard and a lot of people are missing the boat on how to communicate and I think you started some topics out that um, we need to discuss in more detail so I, I look forward to having you back on the show so do I have a good evening alright alright all right. Well, Miss Felicia, I don't think you could have picked a picked a better client to have. Come on, you're up there. Uh, Tell me this. It was gotta, interesting. She's been tutoring yeah. all day, so I wasn't sure if she was going to be able to make the show. <laughs> yeah, she's been tutoring all day. She sure is excited about talking about you. So she should have been tired. <laughs> so let's do this. We got we're running out a few minutes left in the show, and I wanted to hear from you. You know, you're talking about some of the things you got planned for next year. Let's talk a little bit more about this this campaign. And, uh, you know, I got things that are going on, too. We met a couple of weeks ago. You made me so excited about what you had planned. I, I just can't, you know, the first question I asked, of course, is, you know, women this, women that. Y'all let some men around? You know, can a brother get in? You know, that's what I wanted to know. You know. <laughs> the brothers <laughs> you know, are always. Women this, women that. All right. Listen, that's what you said. I, I didn't know that. I didn't yet. That a brother didn't show up. All right, all right. So let's talk about some of the things you got planned for the new year and things to help people get out of the old year. And oh man, what I'm doing right now? Right now, I am scheduling strategy sessions. Strategy sessions go from five to six hours. Uh, People are, I mean, I've been getting calls every day in regards to setting those up. So because what the strategy session is going to do is really outline where your money and your cash flow and what your programs and your platforms look like. Because a lot of times we're not clear about what are we doing, what are our platforms. And when you know that going into the new year, you can better monetize them. Uh, The other thing I'm going to be doing is, In uh, February 18th through the 21st, I will be doing my winter retreat. I'm only going to take 30 people on the retreat. Um, It is going to be at uh, the Ritz-Carlton Lake Oconee, four days and three nights. And I'm really going to get into the foundation of who you are. I'm going to get into your visual brand because so many people worry about the website and everything else, but you you are the first thing that people come in contact with. Mm-hmm. And so we're going we're gonna to have a great time. We're going to work on ourselves, on our minds, and we're going to really come out of that transformed and renewed with a new canvas and a new appreciation for our business. From there, um, I'm going to be doing some traveling. Um, I'm going to be doing um, taking the, expanding the Pinkpreneur Network this year. We're going to be going into 10 cities. Uh, across the U.S., and so right now I am looking um, and interviewing for directors of those chapters. 
Um, so I'm really excited about that because that's going to help us reach the masses with the Pinkpreneur Network. And then we'll have, uh, once again, we'll do the uh, Pink Tech uh, Summit again this year. Uh, we'll do the Mega Accelerator starting third quarter of 2016. So we got the whole year planned out. We have two more retreats, one in July, which is going to be on Marco Island, and then the one in November, which will be at the Atlantis in the Bahamas. So really excited about those, taking those small groups and really getting an intense transformation with them. Well, I really like that. I, you know, that whole planning thing, you know, I probably need some coaching on that. Okay, because you got it all planned out. To October next year, you know, I'm trying to figure out what to do next week. So it's, uh, I really like your approach, and I really like the enthusiasm that Sandra had about how excited she is to be living and walking in her purpose life. I mean, I mean, just the enthusiasm that she had, uh, you know, that's just. You know what? You can't even oh, yeah. put a dollar value on that. You, sometimes you can't even put a dollar value on it. But having that kind you, of you cannot. helps you get dollars. Helps you get dollars. Yes, People it are does. happy to pay you because you because you're happy to do the work. You know. That's and, right. Uh, I, I just think I, I just think what you're doing is so great. So let's talk. How do people find you? Where do they go to? Look Man, you it's up? so easy to find yeah. me. I, I am on all social media platforms at The Pink Mogul. And so basically just go on and it's The Pink Mogul. Um, and then you can go to FeliciaPhillips.com, and that's Felicia spelled F-E-L-I-C-I-A, Phillips, P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S.com. You can email me through the website. You can even make your appointment through the website. I'm just so excited because when you know what you're going to do, when you know how you're going to help people, it just really makes all the difference. So I am open and available. Please reach out to me. Um, we're Like I said, right now I'm focused on doing the uh, strategy sessions right now. That is what we're working on. I might even need to sign up for one of them. I, I like that. <laughs> Five, six hours. If you can't get it done in that amount of time. You can't get it done. Hey, let me tell you, so, and I take you on a journey. <laughs> but I feed you. Well, we I take need care it. of you. Yeah, you, you, you feel? All right. Well, you know, I so need you, you to be 100%. Yeah, all right. So you love nourishment physically and mentally, then, what you say. That's exactly and right. We're going to take care of you. Spiritually, it sounds like. So, uh, Parting words of wisdom that you want to give to people out here trying to change their life and make the right choices in the life in their lives. Any words that you have that you yes, can give them? Yes, absolutely. Help them? Here's a, here's a, if it's and it's very simple. Don't allow fear, lack of resources, and perfectionism keep you from achieving your dream in this life. Wow. Say that one more time. I, I don't think I think it went out too fast. I think you need to say that one more time. It went time. out too fast. They one more again. Really yeah. simple. Don't allow fear, lack of resources, and perfectionism keep you from accomplishing your dreams in this life. Right on. Well, Miss Felicia, I knew it was going to be a great show. All right. That's right. We always have a good time. Yeah, we do. So we're going to have continue to have a great time. I want to go on the road, too. I want to go talk to some people. I want to be international, you know, so Let's I'm going to stick with you. All right. Let's do it. Well, thank you for uh, thank you for coming on this evening. I know you had a long day, and I appreciate your time coming out here to talk to the people that I'm trying to help as well. And hopefully they'll Absolutely. reach out to you so you can help them. So 
Thank, Thank you, you so much, again Mark. For coming on the show. All right. Thank you. Now you've heard it. You heard what she had to say. And what's so interesting about it is that I bet most of it you already knew. Sometimes, and that's the greatest thing about wisdom and knowledge sometimes, we actually have it. Sometimes we just don't trust it. Sometimes we need to hear it from someone else. You know, so it's so important that you start listening to yourself. You start making sense out of the noise that you hear and shut off the noise. You heard me talk earlier. If you're hearing the same repeated analysis over and over and over, lose it. Write your stuff down. You heard Felicia talk about writing things down so you can understand what's going on. But you saw what her impact was on the young lady she's working with. Sometimes you just got to have somebody help you through, and it can't be a family member. Sometimes it needs to be somebody that's totally objective about the outcome. Their outcome is to make sure you have the right outcome. No personal benefit, okay? So I want you to stick with me. We got a few shows left in the year. I'm going to try to bring you more people like Miss Felicia that are going to help you get ready for the new year. Whether or not you get with her or get with me, get with someone that can help you unblock yourself and get ready for 2016 because as I said it's going to be a special special year one more year for President Barack Obama you know when he gets out of office everything that's created is going to be moved to the floor so I want you to stick with me for the rest of the year and going into the new year because I have a lot for you so I want you to listen to me talk about how to change your life so you've been listening to Mark Parham Cat Builder Talk, real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business today. I look forward to our next encounter. <laughs>